Hello, welcome to the newcomers. And if you've been here too from the first episode, thank you so much for your time listening. Um, I hope you're doing great and that you're seeing yourself improve and expand in whatever you're focusing on these days. My name is Persid. I'm the one who hosts this podcast. And today I have a very special topic to talk about. If you follow me on Instagram, I had promised my followers to talk a little bit about summer jobs. But today I chose not to just talk about jobs, but internships too. Because lots of programs require students to first complete at least one internship before they graduate. So I will first explain some of the very important things you should care about as you apply for a certain job, which are of course relevant for me the main points you should so much care about like the job description like the working hours yeah we'll see and make a few comments about internships and leave some suggestions of jobs students can do part-time or also online and before we go into those points i first want to say that it looks like some companies answer emails within a year and as I'm talking to you, I'm also waiting for a response from a company or let's say somewhere that I've applied a year ago. And if that has happened to you too, be patient and keep on trying other places too. And as you wait, if you find a way to create your own thing, please create it. It can be a door that will get you in those bigger rooms you have always dreamed of. And that's what I'm trying to do also these days. It's not easy to do that with school, but it's possible. I have personally not worked in lots of companies or businesses. I only did au pair, which is a program that is mainly meant for culture exchange through teaching. And it's done by lots of people worldwide. Some people do travels and that's how they finance their travels. It's actually joining families. And then when you get there, you exchange your culture through learning their language. They teach you their kitchen. They teach you just um, some traditions too. It depends on the family you land on. Uh, but it's mainly teaching. Um, I personally was teaching English to teenagers. And that's how I did it. It's pretty much in form of tutoring or babysitting. But... For me, I've not done babysitting because I was working with teenagers and so it was easy and yeah, we just used to do lots of different activities together and had a lot of conversations to help each other. They were teaching me a different language and I was also teaching them English. Um, I've also done an internship online in a sales company. I was working to contact or to talk to potential clients whom I contacted first to invite them as speakers to later see if they could also become customers to get some products from that company. I've also done another internship um, with another company um, which was pretty much related to writing and translating some articles into Kinyarwanda. It was so flexible and I love, loved it. Uh, I also for a short time worked as a waitress which i love so much again i know some people are so much afraid to talk about certain types of jobs that they do because maybe especially that in rwanda when you say that you're a waitress when you say that you're babysitting or when you say that you're a teacher or tutoring um it can be um 
people can underestimate your job, but just a little reminder that nobody should do that, especially you as a worker, as a person who has gone through that. You have at least um, learned a lot of skills and you got experience. And I cannot highlight the number of things I learned from those different jobs and internships that I have done. Nobody should convince you that you shouldn't respect or you shouldn't um, take yourself as somebody who has done great things. Because if that job is helping you to finance uh, yourself, to finance your travels, to buy a gift for a friend on their birthdays, to also for enjoyment, I think nobody should convince you that this job is really not worth it. One thing is for sure, as you keep on interacting with lots of different people, you gain skills, communication skills, you know how to handle um, problems within teams. And yeah, just every job is a job as long as you're there, you're learning, you're trying to go out of your comfort zone and try to work with people. So don't be afraid. And for me, it's not just money. It's also the, the skills that I get aside that I cannot uh, easily get from somewhere else. So be proud, whatever job you're doing, whatever internship you're applying for, as long as you're willing to elevate, please keep on working. Whatever type of job that you start with, be confident. And let's move to the things that I really care about whenever I am applying for an internship for a job because even though i've not worked for lots of companies or with lots of people um i think i now know what to care about when i look at a job or when i look at an internship and as i grow i am looking for better professional environments so the first thing that I care about is the job description, whether I am going to work in any office or field. This is something that I so much care about. I know it may sound too much, especially when it comes to just the, the, those jobs we call simple, like tutoring, like working as a waitress or waiter. But if you do not care, you might end up being taken advantage of. This helps you understand your responsibility. You should also ask what's not clear to you. It's also a time to be honest and mention that you maybe are not strong in this or that. So you may be trained in the first days because most of us do not like to say that we do not have experience because of how much we want the job when we are applying or when people approach us and say, you know, uh, you're a potential candidate, but trust me, for your safety, once you get there, they won't have high expectations and they will know how to treat you once you are in. And this also involves a clear definition of working hours. I mean, not just when to start, but when to finish your job too. I don't know if it's just me, but I've seen that some people are very strict when it comes to the starting time, but when it when it comes to the ending time, they're not afraid to ask you to stay if your daily tasks are not complete. I understand it's good to be flexible and do it, but if it's just once or twice. If it's more than once, if it happens that you work overtime every day, then they should make some changes and there and have the audacity to discuss this with whoever is in church because if you work one hour overtime every day at the end of the month you will have to 
lose 24 hours and that's when you work at least six days within a week so this is something you should so much care about and it happens a lot in those kind of companies which have shortage of labor it has also happened to me once when i was working i don't want to mention where i was working from if it was an internship or a job but i think it also it happened for both my internship and my one of the jobs that i did and i remember it was so hard for me to remind my boss about the agreement we had had before i joined um those companies and it wasn't easy at all i overthought but because i had other projects that i was working on out of those jobs and internships um it wasn't possible to work overtime every day i couldn't take good care of my other projects so i had to tell them this also brings me to another point which is punctuality too because if you don't want to show up on time then you should not complain about the working hours because they will also bring it back to you and say you know you never show up on time so you should stay for longer it can be hard you'll be giving them a reason to not properly control how long you should be doing your job and another point is motivation is actually overrated your working environment also matters a lot because no matter how well or good you are at fulfilling your responsibilities if you're in a toxic environment you may end up in troubles this is why i would like to emphasize on the trial period because as workers we often get so excited to join environments that we are not even sure of and get that salary as soon as we can but this is a gentle reminder again to sometimes embrace it so that you may also get to know where and with who you're gonna spend your next three six nine months or years with so whenever the environment gets very toxic you will realize that it was better to first go in join that company or business for a few days to see if you actually can and when things get toxic please remember that you applied for that job searching for an income yes but also for growth additional health if i may say be it mental or physical and to attain that there should be a minimum standard of what you can handle again my last point that i will talk about is communication now that you got that job you have the best working environment but because you're new it may be hard for you to communicate things or which are not clear to you or once you get or start having problems with one of your co-workers if they're not paying you on time you have to find a way to communicate i must say that this was the hardest skill for me to also learn but I'm sure everybody has their own way to deal with problems, so you should also find your way, but do not go over, let's say, a month, two months without um, having to talk about what is not clear to you, what makes you uncomfortable. So as you are in your trial period, this is something that you should also look at. Possibility of communicating your uncomfortability with that team you're working with or the people or your boss or whoever is in charge of uh, looking at your duties and giving you responsibilities. These are, of course, very few points that are essential to me um, from a few experiences or places that I've been part of. And if you have some additional ones, please leave them in the comments on the post. I 
did for this specific episode. And as I promised in the beginning, let's look at a few platforms you can use to get jobs. First of all, every job that I did, I applied through, for example, LinkedIn or just online on Facebook. Some people also offer jobs on Instagram. So please, if you're not a social media person, at least come there for opportunities. I think this is this is itself another episode, me talking about the use or the importance of using social media and i'll have to talk about that but let's go into the platforms which you can use to actually gain a small income or it can be a big one in the long run if you like teaching you can use superprof where you can also sell any kind of skill from playing a musical instrument to languages to teaching people how to use MS Office, whatever skill, you can actually monetize it. So feel free to visit this platform. Some people who are into fashion, they also use Vinted, which is actually there to help you sell clothes that you're no longer using. Or if you buy something that you see that you're not able to use, you can also sell that there. There are lots of people are searching for um, clothes or shoes or any house material that you want to sell, people buy them. And there's also Fiverr, which is mainly for freelancers. And you can be a freelancer in any anything, languages, programming, um, technical skills. And you, when you get there, you actually create a gig and you can create as many as the skills you have. If you're a teacher, if you're a computer science specialist, if you're a social media influencer, if any type of skill. Last but not least, um, social media like Instagram, TikTok. You can also apply to different companies to help them take care of the technical part of a company's content or just deal with growing their accounts. To help you get ready for the technical part, there are lots of courses related to digital marketing, social media management, from SkillUp to Coursera and so many other platforms that I think I have not yet discovered too. But trust me, social media is a very good source of income. If you're not into content creation, you can work on the technical part and it's being developed. I think I've also taken a course in digital marketing. And when you look at the work behind those views that we see people getting, it's it's insane. Um, I've seen also businesses budget according to the number of views that they have received within a month. For example, they look at the number of views and then they also look at the number of sales. They try to compare and estimate and say, maybe next month, if we do this again, we may get this amount of views. And so these amount of sales are going to come from um, this content and that's how they're able to budget so do not underestimate anything these days if you know something search for ways you can monetize that skill and talking about experiences again even if you may have worked somewhere else with the same let's say job title or position just let them tell you what kind of duties or responsibilities you have to take care of and just tell them the truth if you already know or don't know. For example, when I was working as a waitress, there are lots of things which are different. Even if I may have worked in Rwanda, my home country, as a waitress, 
I realized that just the contexts are very, very different, especially that here they speak a different language. So I had to mention that I had zero experience and I'm really grateful that they're so humble. They're so patient with me. They had to teach me, but I, I'm a quick learner. So it did not take them time. Yeah, but I had to be honest. And again, when I was working there, I realized how much languages are of so much importance actually because when you're working with people especially tourists they come speaking different um, languages so if you can i think this is another whole episode too about the importance of knowing lots of languages but do not forget that french do not forget your english or if you see an opportunity wanting to help you learn a new language please go learn it, of course, according to the type of person you want to become in the future, because I know for sure some jobs do not require people um, to know lots of languages, but it's just a plus in anywhere you will go, if you even travel for yourself. And again, I'd love to encourage you to seize every opportunity that comes your way, because when you look at the kind of jobs students do from a professional point of view, it's not that companies do not want to employ them, but we usually have very short holidays and companies want people who can at least work for three months. And when they look at you who are on holidays, for example, you're going to have three months of holiday. That's the longest, I think, period you can have. And so they don't want to employ you. They don't want to hire you and then give you the trainings, give you everything with the knowledge that after those three months, you will leave. They want somebody who can stay for a long time. So doing babysitting or working in restaurants or anything that you're doing as a student, be encouraged because at the end of your studies, after your graduation, you're going to find lots of other opportunities which are way better than what you think you're doing now. So good luck to everybody and I hope you are inspired. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for being here.